All right, guys. Thank you for taking the time to listen to another podcast episode of The Talking Block. And I just thank you. Uh, as a, in a previous podcast episode, I did say it was season two, season three, whatever. But it is actually season four. We have been going on for three years now. And we're moving strong, we're moving fast. So I thank you for all the love and support that you guys are showing. Um, on today's podcast episode, kicking off season four, I have a very special guest. Uh, we're talking about physical health. So if she doesn't mind introducing herself. My name is Natasha Ramirez, and I am the owner and founder of Size Healthy Fitness, located in Jacksonville, North Carolina, where I help women become whole, mental, physically, and spiritually. I am a product of Size Healthy Fitness, for I used to be a morbidly obese woman, and in my journey, I learned how to live a healthy lifestyle, so now I go around and teach other women how to do the same. I'm so glad you addressed all that, because that is some of the questions that I have for you. Um, I find physical health to be very dormant right now, especially after COVID and, you know, some things are still going on. And I think that as people, we kind of addressed physical health, especially in the COVID time, because many people were sitting in their houses and just eat. But as we move forward now, it becomes more of a in the back of the mind thing and we kind of miss it. So my first question to you is what do you see physical health as? So I see physical health as an important part of our overall health and well-being, uh, mind, body, and spirit. It encompasses the physical body and its abil ability to function properly. Um, I believe it also involves regular exercise with eating a balanced diet and nutritious diet as well as getting enough sleep and taking care of any type of medical issues that may arise. Um, I also believe that taking care of your physical health helps to reduce the risk of developing any type of illnesses and it can also improve your mental health. Taking care of your physical health is also important, um, maintaining an overall, overall well-being and it can help, help improve quality of life. So mind, body, and spirit, the body cannot do anything without the mind. And the mind is the control tower to help the body. So overall, um, you taking care of your health is very important. And physical health not only encompasses just your body, but it also deals with your mental and spiritual health. I feel like you've read some of my questions already because you addressed, <laughs> you addressed two of the questions that I have. But So we're going to, I'll touch those first. Uh, the first question that you kind of addressed was besides exercise, what else falls under physical health? Because I think that with physical health, like you said, it, uh, it involves eating, it involves making sure that you take care of your health in general. I also believe that it involves, you know, the way that you shower, the way that you brush your teeth, the way that you uphold yourself on, you know, appearance on the physical aspect. So what besides exercise do you see physical health as? Besides exercise, I see physical health being your diet. A lot of times um, we try to um, out, what is it called, work more and eat, eat less when they both go hand in hand. Also, we don't get enough rest. So we don't believe that sleep is part of physical health when in actuality it is. Because if you're not, if you're tired, you tend to gravitate to food that give you energy that's really going to make you more tired later. So. Um, Eating is important. Sleeping is important. Your mental health, reading. Um, I like to read my Bible. Some people like to read books. Um, some people like to do self-help books. 
people like to journal and meditate and pray. So physical health has more to do with just you moving your body. It's it's your overall health, meaning what do I need to do to be healthy? What makes me happy? Um, what's going to keep me going? What are, how do I grow? What are the things to help me grow in this area? Um, also, physical health also has something to do with your medication. A lot of times we take ourselves off of medication on our own without guidance from the doctor, and then we wonder why we're not feeling the best. Or we give, we're given medicine and we don't take it the whole entire time the doctor says we take it because, oh, we feel better, but yet we still have these illnesses that we're dealing with because we're not taking the prescribed medicine that was given to us by the doctor. So your physical health has more to do with just you moving. It has to do with you thinking. It has to do with you sleeping. It has to do with you just being coherent for day-to-day activities. That is a wonderful explanation. And it's funny that you say it deals with your mental health because in many podcasts before and many things that I've talked about, I, I it's, not a, it's not the best name, but I call it the triangle of Elise, mentally, socially, mm-hmm. and physically. And I've always said that if you cannot do one, you cannot have the other. And I ask, uh, how do you believe that physical health affects not only your mental health, but, you know, your social health and your emotional health and all those different types of health that there is? When you don't have confidence in self, you're unable to communicate with the rest of the world. Meaning we all have gifts and talents that are given to us, but if we're not able to display those things and try to engage with the social, with, with other people in our community, we are unable to do, to live, to breathe and be successful at anything that we're doing. So a lot of times people just think, oh, physical health. Oh, I just need to go exercise or I need just to eat this. It's more than eating. It's more than working out. It has a lot of things, a lot of, a lot to do with expressing your thoughts and your feelings, um, communicating your ideas to other people. Um, It's just physical health is almost like you writing a book about who you are and you're more than just a body. You have other things that you're able to give to other, to the world and someone may need what you have, but if we don't know how to communicate that, if we don't know how to display that and in displaying that we have to show confidence in who we are. Um, I don't even know how to word it exactly with confidence. I believe that, you know, it takes time to develop and it takes, uh, also a certain amount of motivation and, um, especially this week, uh, there has been this week has been like one of those weird weeks for me where I have a track week coming up this uh, Friday, Saturday. And, and, you know, in participating in track, I have to stay healthy. I have to make sure that I'm staying exercised. And this week has been a very weird slope where I don't want to get up. And I literally have to tie myself to every last bit of energy that I have and pull myself out the bed. Have you ever had a moment like that? And what, exactly do you use as motivation to get out of that slope for me i am required to be in my place of uh, employment to help other people 
And it's funny that you say that because someone just asked me that. My energy, regardless if I'm tired or not, comes from within knowing that I have, I'm responsible for helping someone else be the best version of themselves. So I can be physically tired, but yet still mentally sane. Does that make sense? Yes. So in my confidence, it's important. That's an important part of my life because I didn't always have it. So I had to build that muscle up, meaning believing in myself and the ability that I'm able to do things, having courage, um, and in pursuing my goals and dreams with helping other people. So there are times when I don't feel like doing it, but the feeling outweighs the mental part of it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I may feel tired and sluggish, but I'm not mentally tired and sluggish. I know what needs to be done. I know how to do it, but I might just need a little bit of energy or I'm lacking sleep. So that means, okay, Tasha, what part of your day are you able to get a 20 to 30 minute nap in? Um, and then I make sure I do that so that I can be sane for everyone else. I'm not mentally tired, but my body may display that to someone else who I'm trying to help. So I have to make sure that I do something for me in order to be able to do something for someone else, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Um, it it just it, I feel like it all depends on it, and it it kind of goes back to you know the the tri the triangle. It just depends on mentally, and um, mm -hmm. I just feel like mental. If to find you to say, although it does, you can't have any. Uh, mentally, socially, physically, you can't have any without the other, but I feel like it just all starts mentally. Mentally is the top of the triangle. Um, yes. You talked about how you are an empowerment for women and that you are not only empowering them physically, um, but spiritually and mentally. Uh, what exactly do you do physically that is empowering for them? Like, what activities do you have that... Um, you use or you uh, demonstrate to empower these women and help them on their physical uh, health journey? So for the women that I serve, they are, most of them are over the age of 40. Mm -hmm. Over the age of 40, we kind of like, we are in the middle where we've raised our kids, but they're still, you know, we haven't completely let go because they still need us. Um, and then on the other spectrum, we're still we're we're in that position where we're now we're trying to find who we are, enjoy life because we've been a mother all our lives, we've been a wife, we've been doing everything else for other for other people because women are change agents and we're nurturers mm -hmm. by you know that's how God created us. So we're gonna make sure everybody is taken care of before we take care of ourselves. So here at Size Healthy Fitness, what I teach is when you walk through my door. To, to the studio, you are taking care of you. I make sure they put themselves on their to-do list. I make when they come in here fun. I do activities with them once a month. Um, like we just had a diva slumber party where they're able to come in here and just have fun, laugh, giggle, eat, do whatever they want to do because it's real life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not training them for life. I'm coaching them to be the best version of themselves. So I create a space so that they can be free and be be themselves and don't have to worry about anybody else. They're not thinking about, oh, what my kids are doing or, you know, I got to cook dinner. I got to do this, got to do that. When they walk in the door, it's all about them and they're able to just like unload. It's almost like 
you have all this weight on your shoulder. And as soon as you walk in the door, you get to throw it off. Like, do you remember when you went to school and after you got out of school, you came home and you threw your book back to the side? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like how I have in here, <laughs> how I have in here. Like when they come in, they, they're able to unload. But when they unload, they're unloading it outside of the door so that they don't bring all of that, what they have on their shoulders inside of the building. So I make it to where they're free to be them. I give them encouragement. I empower them. We laugh. We, we, we dance. We do whatever. But I also make sure in that I'm taking care of their health, making sure that I give them the proper exercise, that I tell them the proper way to eat. Um, I don't believe in diets. I believe in living a healthy lifestyle because diets, we do a diet, we offer diet, we take food out, we put food back in. And we back at square one. So we never really lose the weight. We just like put it on railway somewhere. And then once we take it off railway, we picked it back up. Mm-hmm. And now we're back to where we were. So empowering them is so important to me because I didn't have that piece when I was losing my weight on my journey. Mm-hmm. So I try to make sure that I do that for them by, you know, encouraging them. Because a lot of times, you know, when you get older, you you're always encouraging other people, but no one walks up to you and say, you know what, you're amazing, or you're beautiful, or I like that shirt you have on. You know, we, we are stuck in looking in the mirror, but not knowing who we are when we look in that mirror. So I pull all that stuff out of them so they can feel, have developed self-confidence while they're trying to be successful. And what I get from that, they're, you're kind of like your main goal and it just is, once they walk through the door, they're expected to leave better than how they came in. Exactly. That's perfect. You, you said it perfectly. <laughs> um, coming down to like the last couple questions, I would definitely okay. want to address, you know, um, in the, when you were introducing yourself, you said that you were morbidly obese and that you didn't have anybody to uh, encourage you on your physical uh physical health journey, how has um, physical health and the aspect of exercising mentally, all of everything that involves physical health, how has it changed your life? It has made me a better person. Um, it has made me more confident. It has provided, I've, I have more courage to do things that I thought I couldn't do in the past. Um, I no longer look to society or social media and think I need to be like them. I like to be like myself. Um, A person to me yesterday said something and it's very profound and it makes sense. I'm owning the space. I'm owning my own space and I'm taking the space that God gave me. Mm -hmm. So he's giving me a space to be me um, and I'm owning it. And that's, that's what being healthy means to me. Owning who you are, and living with no regrets and not worrying what about what other people may or may not think about you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, which was the, the scripture that I used the entire time on my journey to help me get through because when you're morbidly obese, you don't necessarily see an end. You know you want to be healthy and you want the weight off, but you can't see the end when you're in it until you started seeing some weight, a good significant amount of weight come off. Um, It took me seven years to lose my weight. Morbidly obese, my highest weight was 408 pounds. 
Um, I did have weight loss surgery, but it took me seven years with that tool to lose the weight, which showed me that tools are only there to help you. You have to put in the work. So I put in the work and I made it to the other side. And now I get to give all, everything that I learned on this journey to other people and help them see that they can be the best version of themselves. That that sounds like an amazing story. And um, I think it's just, it's always a blessing to know that from no matter where someone starts, it's just a matter of fact of where they end. And as I grow and as I'm instilled in the little things that I do, even from the podcast, because on even though we're talking about physical health, physical health, it still has its spec aspects of life. Where you start is not always where you should think about right. where you're going to end. And in the podcast, when I started, I, I started pretty well. I started pretty good. You know, I had listeners, I had followers, and then I had a dry season and it was really quiet. I wasn't podcasting as much. I'd probably pop up every six to seven months, but it's just a matter of fact of that I've, I've continued and now starting when I started at the age of 15, looking at 70 listens, I now have 650 something listens. And it's not even the fact that that's not how many followers I have. It's just, I'm able to impact somebody's life in a way that somebody comes back every day, every time that I put up a podcast episode and is willing to listen to 20, 30, 10 minutes of me talk about just what I'm growing and who I'm becoming and what I've learned. And so I just thank you for sharing that because on a physical aspect, you know, it didn't matter where you started to matter of where you ended. And now that you right. ended, you're better, you're more confident, you're more aware of how physical health affects you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and yes, that is so true. So true. With my last with my last question, um, what do you advise for anybody that struggles with physical health and not even in the state of, you know, they don't want to do it, but for those who are doing it and just sometimes want to quit, for those who find the struggle to get out of bed and do it, for those who, when they can't see an end, they just they kind of lose hope. What is your advice to those who are in those situations? My advice is to find your why and make sure that why is so strong that no matter what life throws you, you're going to continue the path to being a healthy version of yourself. My advice is to not go on a diet. Diets take food out. You eliminate it for a certain amount of time. Once you eliminate it and you've reached your goal, you bring those same foods right back to start the process all over again. So my, my advice would be not to go on a diet, learn how to eat healthy, educate yourself on the importance of eating healthy, find what works for you on your healthy journey. Because I tell people all the time, healthy looks different on everybody, but healthy is still the goal. So Someone might take a pill, you try the pill, it doesn't work for you. So now you're mad that you didn't get the same results the other person got, but that might work for them and not work for you, but you got to find what works. So find what works on your, on your journey, learn what works for you, learn what your why is, because that why 
My why was to make sure that I was there for my kids. They don't even remember me as a morbidly obese woman. They don't know nothing about that, but they were little. But my goal was to make sure that I was going to be around for them when they got older. That is the strongest why that I had, and I've continued that process. So learn, learn, learn what works for your body. Stop following what social media says. Stop following what society says. Believe the doctors to a certain extent. However, comma, even the stuff that the doctors tell us, not everything works for us. So we still got to figure it out. You don't have to change, go on a diet and start taking all these foods out. Learn how to make your food in a healthier version. I don't know if people don't realize, but back in the day, our grandmothers, our grandfathers, our aunts and uncles, we didn't have to deal with obesity back then. They cooked their own food and they used all kinds of stuff. They, they had a garden. They made sure you had a home-cooked meal. People went outside and played. So physical health is so important, but it has so many different um, aspects to it. And we, don't, we can't just zone in on just the physical part. We have to zone in on all the rest of the things and just have a goal. And with that goal, make sure you have systems in place. Focus on the systems and don't focus on the results. Because if you focus on the systems, I guarantee you, you'll reach your goal. But if you focus on just the goal and it determines your psyche as far as if you're happy or sad, you will always be going on a diet. So just make sure that your why is so strong that no matter what goes on in life, that you're going to continue to do what needs to be done and to remember that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. It's all about the why. Miss Natasha, I yeah. thank you for uh uh, coming up here and talking about physical health, sharing your story, sharing your journey, sharing your knowledge. Um, for anybody listening, uh, whether you are a physical fit person, whether you're not, physical health, it's again, it's not just physical, it's mental, it's social, it's everything that is in your life, whether you, how you uphold yourself, the confidence that you have, the motivation you have, the um, just the everyday things that you do, the everyday things that you eat, who you are as a person. And I just, I really advocate for physical health because at the end of the day, no matter how big, no matter how small you are, as long as you, as Miss Natasha said, as long as you're healthy, that is the goal. Um, I just, it's always a good thing to see this world in a physical fit mindset. And what I mean is we are doing everything that we can to stay healthy for not only us, but those that we love, those that we care about in the world ourselves. Um, it's just always a good thing to be physically fit. Ms. Tosh, do you have anything else to say to the guests, to the listeners? Um, no, not, no, just making sure that everyone, I'm, I'm an advocate for taking care of your health. Um, I want people to be healthy, mind, body, and spirit. Um, I am located on 2840 Henderson Drive here in Jacksonville, North Carolina. I have no problems talking, educating, encouraging, empowering, supporting women who need help on this journey because I understand it. It is not a quick fix. It is not something that you do today, start to um, do today and end tomorrow. It is your life. And if you need help, I am available. Um, before we end, do you have like a YouTube or anything that just say that they don't live in North Carolina that they could reach you by? Yes, I have a website. It's SizeHealthyFitness.com. I am on uh, Facebook under SizeHealthyFitness, Instagram under SizeHealthyFitness, 
You also can reach me on my YouTube channel. Um, it's Size Healthy Fitness University. Uh, and my phone number is 910-939-5006. You can reach out and I will make sure that I get, get back in touch with you if for some reason you get my voicemail. That just shows, guys, that there is no stopping the physical health journey. There is always a way out. There is always a way to get through it. Um, make sure that you check it out. Size Healthy Fitness for women. So, and I, the fact that I just, uh, I was thinking about it as you were talking, I'm glad that I started out with physical health and with you because it is March. It is Women's uh, History Month. So I, even though you are not exactly history, it is still history in itself because at the end of the day when it when it's all said and done many women are going to look back and they're going to look at you as a pioneer so i thank you for everything that you do the women thank you for everything that you do and who you are um guys thank you for taking the time to listen thank you for the time that you put in every day uh we're going strong like i said three years four seasons so i'm really happy about that uh, it is only up from here in your physical health journey and the podcasting journey and any in your mental and social journey. Uh, Miss Natasha, I appreciate you for taking the time to join me. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for the love and support. And I will see you next time on The Talking Block. Yay. What is up, guys? I'm your podcast host, Nate of The Talking Block. And I hope you enjoyed that little segment about physical health, always staying healthy, you know, just keeping it good mentally and socially. Stay tuned. We have so much more, so many guests, so many fun, so much fun and new surprises for you. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram on The Talking Block, where you can send in requests, send in topics that you want to talk about or questions, and I'll answer them give you a little shout out during the podcast episode so stay tuned thank you for the love and support and i will see you next time